This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. God bless you. Welcome to church this morning. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Two things will be happening this morning. Jesus said that the word that I speak to, they are spirit and they are life. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit, if there is anything spiritual responsible for any delay, that one we heard. But also we are going to share the words of truth. Because for some people, the spiritual condition is ignorance. Not that there is a demon somewhere. There might be some people that there are forces that are against. But there are many people that the only force against them is a force of ignorance. That's I want to share God's word with singles this morning. Now we, now there are no too many married people here, except for the leaders. So I'm going to say, but we do have some here. If you met the person you marry in the church, why others take their seats? Remain standing. There is a point I want to prove. You started coming to church. I'm serious. You met somebody in church here and you married the person. Please, remain standing. I wish I had more married people in this service, but I... Come, Ore. Where is KG? I know many of you don't know his wife. Is come, come, come. See, there was a time. He's very tall and handsome. He's a banker. I think it was Pastor Abby that just told him that haven't you noticed this person? Why don't you talk with her? Is that true? It's true. And now you are happily married. God bless you. Thank you. You see, one of the things that I don't like is that you can have your seat. Thank you. Thank you. You married just about four weeks ago. Come. Alicia, come. How did you meet? Um, Can I have a mic? All that we do today is just part one. We'll continue next Sunday. How did you meet? Um, we met during the singles. During the singles program? Yes. Are you just connected? Thank you. Have you been to any relationship before meeting her? Have you been to anyone? Were you to any relationship before meeting him? No. Your first? No, it wasn't. Okay, in school? Yes. Sir. Okay, you went to Ife? Yes, you went to? Unilag. Unilag. Thank you. <laughs> I, can I? Thank you. Can I give the mic to If I knew, I would have actually asked the married people to come because I would have used almost 30, 40 as examples. This is the first thing I want to say. We love to mystify what has no mystery. Because man likes mysterious things. They seem to fascinate. We just love things that, are, that appear to be mysterious. Does God speak to people about this is the person you should marry? I won't say yes or no, but I want to explain this concept. There are dimensions in God and there are levels of spiritual growth. In life, there will be child, there will be uh, some children or a child like uh, Samuel in every generation. Some people will be like 
um, Samuel and then some other people that Moses that their birth was actually foretold and the assignment described even before they were born. Samuel's mother just said to God, if you give me a son, I'm going to be a priest. But even in the Bible, there are only very few men like that, even in the Bible. I said that to say, you have heard somebody saying that God spoke to me that this is my wife, I saw in a vision, and you are expecting to see a vision. Give me 10,000 men per time. God will not show vision to more than one out of 10,000. Please, settle that now. Let me add to that. Wise people build their lives on the norm. Foolish people build their life on the exception. Whether culturally or from the Bible, even in most people will frown at the fact that somebody, a lady met a man yesterday and they want to get married today. Everybody will react somehow. You don't know him. But we cannot say that every marriage, every single marriage that will happen in 24 hours will all crash. That to be an overstatement. So in other words, even though we don't really believe that just me somebody I married the person today. That does not mean that everyone, everyone who will do that will fail. 98 might fail. You might find one or two. It's like goats don't back or goats don't follow the owner like a dog around. That's in general. But I've seen a goat doing it with somebody. Especially in Africa. So, <laughs> there are some exceptions, some cases that are not general. I don't know whether you are getting me. When it comes to relationship and marriage, for God's own reason, best known to him, there are certain individuals that a revelation will come about a specific person they should marry. But I am telling you that that might be one out of 10,000 people. Now, when people like that start talking, this thing, it grips me. What I'm sharing with you now, I have attended ministers' conference. And people will talk about one revival book they read. The pastor just came to church praying. They did not evangelize, no publicity. The church got filled up. And some pastor decided to pattern. He will get to 90. They will not pass 12 in the church. Rick Warren was among the people that started talking about this. Because when the real purpose driven church, that you can plan church growth, you can go out and evangelize, you can plan. But if you have read a book, and I have read some of those books, oh, we did nothing. The church were just, everybody was just in church one day, then the cloud descended, and did it happen? Yes. Will it happen to it? To happen to one out of 10,000 churches. I don't know whether somebody is getting me. I am saying that don't get into bondage by trying to follow unique stories that are not common. Did you get that? Most of the people that are happily married here saw no vision. Did you see one, sir? Okay, you're a lawyer, you're married. Did you see one? You were both in the same class and you liked her. Did you see a vision? Where's your wife? Please stand. It's a very beautiful woman. Did you see a vision? No. Are you happily married? Thank you, ma. I'm sorry. I don't know. Are you getting my points? Let's start with some very important principles that you must obey when it comes to this. I won't say this. Now, we cannot do away with prayer. You have to pray. What prayer will do is that as you pray, it will eliminate someone that can injure your soul in the future. Or prayer will prepare you to recognize. It might not be by a voice, but 
when you meet somebody, even if you like the person and God has not actually uh, put a signature on that relationship, somehow you will start feeling uneasy. The more you pray, the more something will happen that will write relationship. The more your spirit will react that there is a problem here. That's why we pray. But now, is there a particular person? Again, I won't say yes or no, but God will guide you and bring many people to you inside the word of God. You have been given some boundaries that you must not cross. So in Genesis 24, Abraham wanted to marry a wife for Isaac, his son. So he told the chief servant in his house, he said, go to my parents' house, my, where I grew up. What's the meaning of that? Esau married from where they were living. And the Bible said that Jacob and, um, and his wife, they were grieved. Sorry, Esau and his wife, they were grieved. So Esau called Jacob and said that, you see, when I wanted to marry, my father sent a servant to where he grew up. He said his family. Don't marry the daughters of the land. He said, so Jacob, I'm also sending you to my family. We live in, let's say, Leki or Lagos. I am sending you to Umuaya. He said, because we don't marry within where we are. We marry from our tribe. Now, that tribe is not Igbo Yoruba. It's defined by two things. The first boundary. The person must be born again. Then it's a member of your tribe. But that is not the only thing. The second thing is that doctrinally, you must agree. When you have crossed those two lines, there are many options you can pick from. And so pray, God will guide you. I don't know if somebody heard what I've said so far. Praise the Lord. Doctrines are very strong. Even among Christians. Somebody believes in burning of candles and using of black soap. Hope you know there are churches that do that. And you believe in the name of Jesus enough and you marry the person. Either somebody gets converted or the two of you prepare for real pandemonium. Your home will be sweeter to watch than Hollywood. It will look like drama. One drama after the other. Because the Bible has said that can two work together. So in other words, the word of God has created boundaries for you. So there might be some other things about... So in other words, salvation one, followed by the second thing which you call values. Which the most fundamental of all values is actually doctrinal values. What do you believe about God? Because it will shape every other thing. And when we say God, we are saying that what exactly do you believe about the Bible? So you must both agree on your belief about the Bible. I don't know if somebody is hearing me. Yes, sir. When a woman who believes in tithes, do you know what this my young eyes have seen? <laughs> you would think that some people have eyes to see. Some years back in this church, a guy and a lady. I remember one day I just walked into one bank and I saw this lady. Ah, you, you are a member of a church? She said yes. And she assisted me some of the things I came to do in the bank. About that time she married this guy. Honestly, I have concern about it because he is from an orthodox where uh, I don't want to mention the name, but all our but he started coming to church regularly. But you see, she began to walk. She was working. He was doing more of a personal business and he was actually very brilliant in school. Then he told her that I don't believe in tithes. She, at a point, became the breadwinner of the family. And one day she came to tell me, which we asked together, you can't be doing this. He said, from January to December, I give my whole salary to him to take care of the house. I expected him to give me something back. He said, no, he will not. He said, but that's not even my problem. 
He said on four occasions, he has loaded his boat with food items for his parents and he has not visited mine for once. And it's my money. Do you know when we told him that he didn't deny it, but from that he stopped coming to church? When the wife continued to call, he threatened her that I will send, and then he called his family. And they told the girl that, yes, stop going to that church. That they are collecting your money. Which money? The one, because she will remove the tithe before giving him. Somebody earning 350, giving the husband 300. And she managed to tell him one day, you are broke, I'm rich because I obey the covenants. Maybe you should join me. But you see, when a man is blind, he's blind. The one that brought the cameras back eventually, she actually got a higher job. Another bank employed and paid that job. And she did not tell the guy when she was employed. He said, when she was applying for the job, he said, every progress I make, it, it gets intimidated. He said, I was just in the office that day. My mate, my mates were talking about this job. And I put him and they picked me. I said, when I got home and he got her, he kept saying that. But he didn't tell me. He said, but dear, I just want to tell you one thing. Don't you see the way God is taking me? And that this is, no, no. Like, tribes are important. Doctrine is important. Very, very important. He said, I ended up telling the lady that I said, you have to obey him. It's your husband. Unfortunately. So, you see, it's just part one. Let me tell you one truth. It's not to bring anybody in bondage. There is no law that says you have to marry from the particular church you attend. But I tell you the truth. You are safer. Especially if the person is a bona fide member. The reason being that you are under the same teaching and you believe the same thing. Now that doesn't mean every guy in the church, your church truly believes what you believe. Did you hear what I just said now? Yes. Because some people love churches for different reasons. But only few people are living under the umbrella or the guidance of the word of God. And it grieves me. Maybe I will talk about church, second service, today by the grace of God. That's part of what, what I sit back and I wonder. The word of God does not rule your life. But then you start praying. Stop praying, go do something else. When it is time to, time to act, they show you what the Bible says, you reject it. Then you go and pray. Do you know how many couples are spoken to and show them what the Bible says? They will reject it. But then they are praying about every other thing. The God whose words you dishonor. Now you want him to honor your prayer request. You are very funny. And one of the reasons that people have many voices they listen to. That's why Abraham will say, go to my father's because there are girls of the land. There are guys of the land. Those are internet-made people. What drives them is what, what is outside there is their mentality. Are you getting me? And there are people like that. The way they will judge a matter react to a matter or respond to a matter is according to the prevailing tides of their time not the word of God but what Bible says about people like that is that they now have a situation they start praying to God whose word has no binding over them and God is wondering are you really praying to me now you are praying about your children praying that God never dishonor the word of God never dishonor the word of God Yes. See, I've said this before. You have no business being in a church where you don't trust the leadership of the church. I say this by the grace of God. And I say, no, I, I told them on Wednesday. I think I mentioned it on Wednesday. And there are many, many situations like that. The guy didn't know. It was when the government that he found that he was close to being impotent. One minute he drops and the lady was frustrated. He cannot have sex more than, more than 45 seconds gone. And the day she said she would thank God for daughters. Our friends and people, they wanted to get her to leave the marriage. 
she called me. That was, there must be the only family whose bedroom I've entered in this church. One Sunday afternoon, they were ready to separate. And I drove there, I entered, I sat with them on their bed. After they consigned the two of them, I prayed. Now they have three kids now. When you see, at times, because a man of God must walk in love. I will continue to love people no matter what. What do you mean by entered my office and you tell them what do, but they walk out? No, no. They go and then destroy everything. If you have been a victim of a controlling church before, you might begin to react because what that will do to you is that when you now find real spiritual authority, God did not plan that we should leave church. And as you know, I think I'll talk about that second, but let me just, but they are all connected together. Whose voice do you normally obey? Proverbs 18, 24. Remember, when I started this, I began to say to some young guys, and all of you men, listen to me very well. This is where I will stop. And then wherever I stop, I will. Whose Bible is this? Okay. I like the Bible. <laughs> Amen. The, the Bible says, a man that has friends, that means a man that must have friends, must show himself friendly. I will talk about being friendly in a while. But here is a concept I want you to pay attention to, first of all. I think when I was there in the office, too much attention on marriage has two sides. People focus only on one side. You should think more on the other side. Every man and every woman you ever meet in your life, they all have baggages. But the baggages are of different weights. Some baggages are full, heavier than the person carrying it. Have you been to the airport before? Yes. You will see some bags that can swallow my base. And they charge for extra luggage. Now, if you focus only, only too much on who I want to marry, that's why some guys here have known you since you are tw- you were 24. Now you are 34. Still not married. You have a good job. There's no woman you will not disqualify one way or the other. And you yourself, it's not that you are exceptionally handsome. But anyway, if after 10 years, all ladies who have ever passed through you, you'll find a way. And this one, uh, she's not. Then we should ask you a question. What exactly are you looking for? And let me tell you the truth. In the next 10 years, you will not find it. Nothing will be different from the people you have been seeing. On the contrary, at times, as time is closing up against you, you will be forced to settle for something below the people you have seen before. I have been... Uh, too many people have told me the truth. I had to warn one. When he began to try to uh, uh, initiate a conversation with one girl who was around him for over four years, who loved him but never asked her because he was looking for what did not exist. He did that to about four ladies. Once they get close and they become friends, he will keep them as a friend. And because and people tell me, what exactly are you looking for? Only many from heaven? You'll be close to many ladies. None is worthy of you. We should worship you. We don't know what your heart is saying. And it's making you to reject all of them. But I am appealing to you, young men this morning. What are you looking for? See, nobody... You don't owe anybody and it's your life. But we are just concerned that what exactly are you looking for? How many people we've seen around you, we've seen beautiful ones, intelligent ones, spiritual ones, and some of them, they combine the three same. And somehow you still keep them. So what exactly? And in the last 12 years, you've not made any decision. 
But you have many female friends. Brother, 40 is calling. At that time, when it looks like all lies are now on you and you have become the prayer point of your family, if care is not taken, please take this from me. This man people told me the truth. One of them, I told them, see, what, how I used to say, because he wanted to leave the marriage, he just said that, look, sincerely speaking, I have made better friends than the one I'm married to now. That is as if out of all ladies who have been close to me, this is the one that is not as fine as the rest. But you know how we conquer the I told them, the Bible didn't say you should love somebody you've met before. The Bible says love your wife. This one that you are married, it's like, the Bible is saying that lay your bed very well. It's your bed. Don't go and buy a new bed. <laughs> and that little what I've just said right now, what I started this with that, two sides. You focus on whoever you marry. Once you are joined together, there is work to do. The only advantage in making the right choice at the beginning is that it will reduce the work. But you see, you can work on yourself so much that once you have crossed those true boundaries, there's, the boss is a Christian, doctrinally you agree. Even if she's not as intelligent as yourself, if she's emotionally weaker than you, as a man, you are so strong that whoever marries you, you can take them to any level in life and they will bless God for being married to you. You can work on yourself to that point. That you have, you can marry any Christian who agrees doctrinally with you and not regret it. See, what I'm telling you, oh God, give me an illustration. See, there was a time, thank you. There was a, there was a time you could only work according to what you studied in school. But you see, a revolution came. When banks moved away from traditional banking system, you remember in those banks, those old banks where there were no ACs, staff would not dress very well. I don't know how many visited those banks. Those who are below 20 or below 20 cannot understand what we are saying. He said, as, as you see banks now, they were not like that before. Following my mom to bank, there was a serious punishment. Long queue, no AC, everything. Come only really adjust, first bank, you know, my son. I don't want to mention. But a new generation bank came and redefined banking. And you know what? They stopped only employing, they, they were not employing only accountants. Now, people work in bank, Urebao, chemistry, microbiology, the bank came up with a philosophy. We don't care what you have read. We trust our training. Whatever you have read in school, even if you study banking and finance, or you study chemistry, when you come to us, we do, when we recruit you, we do training, graduate training, when we train you, then you are worthy. You are, we can work with us. In other words, the bank believes more in the system of training than the course you have read. Did you get that? There are men. They believe in the fruit of the Spirit at work in them. And the grace that they walk by, that any woman that comes into their life, she will be radically transformed. So they are not after a perfect woman, they are after a willing woman. I might not say that much to a lady because you are going to be under the authority of a man. But I talk more to men. Did you get what I've just said now? Did you get what I've just said now? Praise the Lord. At the end of the day, it is about loving that woman. And being willing to provide leadership. Why don't you spend your time developing these two things? Your ability to walk in love and to lead. Then you see you have options among people. Abraham did not say a particular lady. But he told someone that God will guide you. That's the place of prayer. Isaac did not say to Jacob a particular lady. He said, just go to, once you get to my father's house, there are many of them there, but the Lord will lead you to which one, but anyone you bring from my father's house, as your parents are, we endorse it. That's what they are saying. Anyone you bring from that place. 
Because the people they are bound by the same spirit and by the same doctrine. So once you go there, and please, I'm not talking about physical tribe. I'm talking about spiritual tribe. Your energy. Does the person see the word of God like you see the word? Even if you have all this specification that people have uh, uh, broad shoulder, narrow head, whatever you... <laughs> whatever your specifications are, that changes nothing about the work you have to do when you marry. I don't know if you have heard me today. Praise the Lord. I am calling your attention to one thing. At the end of the day, have courage to make decisions. I rebuke every fear today in the name of Jesus Christ. And then I rebook every double-mindedness. Double-mindedness, I rebook it. So let every double-minded person. I have sounded very simple, but I'm addressing something. Receive grace and courage to do it with double mind and make a decision. Yes. Among the ladies around you, your wife is there. Get up and pick a person. And stop wasting time. Time is running. What do I say to ladies who disqualify every guy? <laughs> there is an adage that says, a very deep adage. A ripe orange that sees an influential man and refuses to drop for him. Oranges like that are always eaten by bad birds. It is sweeter in Yoruba. I try my best to say it. It is sweeter because he did come from English people, so it's sweeter. <laughs> Yoruba, it is true. Remember, the Bible said to every purpose there is time. Time is running. I have sat down with ladies who also said, if they knew what they know now, they would have said yes to some people when they were on campus. But after they left school, the opportunity started dwindling down. And all the people they are meeting now are not up to the level of somebody that they gave red card in school. Please, I am not calling us that we should settle for any nonsense, no. I am just saying that pay attention and make a decision. That's what I'm saying. And I'm helping that in making a decision, consider those two boundaries. Salvation. Values. What helps in this? And that's the last thing I'll be saying today. It's what I've shared over and over again in church. It sounded like something funny, but I want to say it again to everybody. Don't build friendship only with somebody you are intending to death. You've heard me say that before. That's why I read that Proverbs 18 24. He that must have friends. So, if I meet Sister Kemi, can be my friend. After a while, she can introduce me to some other friends. Not to come and marry my friend, though, no. But if I'm a good friend to her, I will start knowing other friends, and she will know this principle. All singles, remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Don't stay in your corner. And expecting somebody to locate you. At times, part of what you have to do yourself is to obey the scripture. Show yourself friendly. Not to make a friend with somebody that you are. So if it doesn't work, that doesn't. No. You are, actually if you are young, you are young. Even to everybody, you have opportunity to have friends. In church, in the place of work, don't rush in and rush out. 
after service i i don't understand why a woman trusting god for a life partner is the first person after the grace you live in an estate you don't talk to neighbors in your place of work everybody's private life you come to church also you are in the secret service <laughs> what is going it's like the angel watching over you is asking you that what do you want us to do and your angel will not marry you so it's asking what exactly do you want see this I, I, I believe God that the remaining days of this year we should create a lot of opportunities for people to meet. Again, hear what I'm saying. I am not going to meet her because I feel that this is why I'm meeting her is that I want to date her. No. There's nothing wrong in having friends. If I get to know she's a lawyer, uh, I just Sister Tosi. Sister Tosi has many other friends. Alumni of their school when they were in law. Some other Christian friends here and there. If I'm a good friend to her, she might not be the one I want or she's already dating somebody. But one day, out of her friends, I see the one that everybody, part of what God has done in you is that your heart yearns for a particular type of person. I get what I'm saying. Um, you don't respond to everybody the same way. There are guys here that once you are dark, you are out of the arena. Even though himself is dark. <laughs> now, <laughs> there are desires that are not natural. They didn't come from God. They came from what you have been reading and what you have been saying. God will not reckon with those ones. But there are some that they are from above. It's as if they were born inside you. To always love somebody that looks, and in many cases, for some guys, you might likely gravitate towards somebody that actually looks like your mom one way or the other. I don't know why it's like that. But for many people, not for everybody, some people, their own taste is... is <laughs> but for maybe 60% of guys... For some reason, if you look at the person you eventually marry, you are going to see some similarity between that person and your mom. Now, I don't know why it's like that. I actually read it in a book and I've observed it here and there also. So, it happens like that at times. In being a friend, being a friend, so one day she's doing her birthday. One day they are doing prayer meeting in the house and I am here to check Sister Tosi. And seated in that corner is Bola. And Bola is all the pictures I've been dreaming of. Now, from Tosi to Bola, the journey of it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Because <laughs> it is true that many friends, they don't automatically guarantee that you marry. But sincerely speaking, you will eventually marry from what is available. So, if you have many options, it is better. And you are not close to anybody at the beginning because of relationship or uh, uh, dating, but because of friendship, that you might have opportunity of meeting many friends. It is true. See, that way, it's even better because you will have the opportunity of observing a lot of people and being able to make a decision will be easier than if you are just in your own corner meeting somebody once in a blue moon. If I'm to tell all the singles here something, a summary of what I'm saying, salvation values, they taught him, please go and be friendly. Yes. It is true. When we are on campus, it was very easy to enter a relationship because we're always together. All of us in one fellowship, after service, especially days when, when, uh, in UI, when we're not writing exams, we will remain after service talking in the dark till 12 midnight. 
from prayer to dancing group to this one to that one to everything over and over again if you're an adult and you're in town you don't have that opportunity anymore but you can still find a way to keep having friends it's a blessing one day I will show you from the Bible, apart from these Proverbs, that God actually expects Christians to have a lot of friends. They might not be people that come too close into arena, but you know many people. Yes. Do you hear what I've just said now? I want to stop there now. I want to stop here. If you begin to believe that part of bringing a delay to an end, you have a role to play in it. It will help you. If you continue to believe that it's about some forces holding you back, again, I tell you, that might be one out of every hundred people that Satan is highly responsible. I've seen that before of trying to cover them that nobody feels they are fine and they are very fine. That's happened to some ladies. But you see, as I speak, there is an anointing there breaking that. But for most other people, rise with the truth of be friendly. And don't over-expect. It is true. There is nobody who has crossed those two levels, that your values are the same, that you cannot build a healthy future with. There's nobody. And coming from the angle of someone that is married, I am telling you that whatever you think you are waiting for, even if you find the person, it is likely if you don't pay more attention to what I've just said, you might still have problems. Otherwise, those who have called each other sweethearts, the only mosquito in my net, whatever they have called themselves, shouldn't be breaking up in marriage right now. I, I, I'm going to understand what I'm saying. I want to see people madly in love before marriage and that three, four years after marriage, they accept. They do understand that it's not only about who you marry, it's about what you are willing to do with the person you are married to. So there are many women around you, guys, that you can actually become wonderful husband and wife together and have godly seed and be a blessing to your generation. Many of them are already around you, many of them. And I'm saying to all ladies, so there are many guys see, when the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 talking about the fruit of the Spirit start from verse 19 then I think verse 23 was talking about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience self-control, gentleness, goodness, kindness and the Bible says against such there is no law I am not asking anybody to go marry a non-believer or marry but you see, that word against such there is no law means that anyone who possesses this you can disarm anybody that means you can actually live in peace with anybody because of this that you have when you travel to America as a medical doctor some of us some of our friends have, and they will retrain you again they don't believe in Nigerian medicine they believe in their own training you can be so rooted in patience now and in love, which we need in marriage, that no matter the woman you are married to, for instance, I personally know women that are very saucy and naughty. And I know a few of them who are still happily married. When you see the man, that was what happened to Joyce at the beginning. Her own baggage was bigger than any bag in the airport because of where she was coming from. Joyce, Joyce Mayer had bitterness. And she said, if she will abuse Dave, if Dave should answer, fight to go to another level. If the guy didn't answer, fight to go to another level. So that's why I see what exactly do you want me to do? If I talk problem, if I don't talk problem. But I said, the man will come home one day, she'll be given, uh, Dave will just carry the children and play and say, Joyce, if you choose not to be happy, no problem. Me, I will enjoy my life with the children. And they will go out. I said, that will drive her more crazy. What God used that man to do in her life, he was one that led her to go and forgive her father who raped her for years and her mother who witnessed the rape and did nothing about it. 
Might the father even drive you now to a burial ground, put her on the bonnet, 15-year-old girl, remove all the clothes and have sex with her there. And then she fled from the house and went to another city. In the evening, she was the only place she could get to was the police station and all the police too turned on her to rape her again. It was just from one calamity to her. That was the reason for the bitterness. She said she was praying that her husband should be an elder in the church so that he would be giving gossip at home. <laughs> she was just a straight fellow. She came to church. What she wanted was that, what are the gist here? So I tell the husband that you are not spiritual enough. Why, why, why haven't they made you a leader? And her purpose of wanting him to be a leader so that she <laughs> he will come back home and tell, he, tell her the secret of everybody in the church. And God said, why are you like this? But this man, boy, see the same joys today. Pastor Matthew one time tried to invite her. They told Pastor Matthew that you cannot invite Joyce except in the next four years. That means for three years, every three years. To get her, if you want her to come to your church in 2028, you make the booking now. And with a simple message in Park Stadium. It's amazing. God did a work on her forever. She talks about her. And she's 78 or 79. Now. Talks about her husband every now and then. And if you see the children, they're like the man. Decision. The man said when he met her, she was a believer. He saw those attributes. He saw that this one is willing to grow. And he said that God has given me enough patience to dwell with her with understanding. I will not quit this marriage. I see treasure in this woman. I'm going to get her to be all. Sometimes we are looking for ready-made. Why do people beat their wives? Said the way she talks. It's because you think you have authority over her. That's a terrible way to think. Conductors talk anyhow, but you don't beat them on the road. For wisdom. There's nobody they cannot abuse. If you drive private jet on this road, they will abuse you. But they will abuse you. You want, if the president should leave his soldiers behind, should pass on the street, they will insult him. They are an Okada rider. They don't care about anybody. Whether your Okada will run into you and insult you, he will stop at the front of your car and be calling you names. You just... <laughs> you, we have learned to just let it... Just don't even do as if you are saying the person. When I said this one, the way she talks, I know some women like that. I'm not, in, I'm not encouraging a person behaving like that. But I'm saying that, can you grow to a point where you can undo anybody? That way, you are likely to see somebody even in their raw states. But two things we notice about the person, willingness to grow. And then, check out for someone that is under spiritual authority. It's important. Yes. It's important. I don't know if I have helped somebody this morning. Glory to God. Will you start making friends now? What you need in marriage is also what you need in sustaining friendship. When the Bible says, against God, there is no law. Anyone that sees these traits in you, faithfulness, kindness, gentleness, and all those things, there's nobody that rejects such a person. Even a thief is looking for a righteous man to help him keep his money. Thieves do employ thieves as a treasurer. You hear a thief, a person stealing money, he also wants a, an accountant that is honest. Otherwise, <laughs> you understand me, as you steal, he also takes it from you. So, but you need someone that is honest. How many of them are people that are loyal to them? If you follow this fruit of the Spirit, number one, you are going to have a lot of friends and your friend will rate you very highly. Because you are going to show them love, you are patient. And there's, what kills friendship is selfishness. They see in you that you are not selfish and it's not about you. And if you have friends like that, Anyone that is a Christian like yourself that believes what you believe, that you marry, you can't have a problem with the person. Because this same thing will guide you. 
Yes. Patient, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness. Kindness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you. I don't know if you have heard me today. Some of you have met people that you actually saw some good things in the person. Maybe one or two issues. What are the issues? If it's about compromise spiritually, no, no way. But if it's about some data, maybe next week I will classify major things and minor things. What are the things that you can overlook? And what are the things that you must never overlook? Is someone blessed today? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Please, church, our friends. It's important. Do you know the interesting thing? As a pastor here, by the grace of God, do you know I meet people every Sunday? I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm already married. But I developed this quality even before I married. From my primary, secondary school scripture, you know, that's a part of me. So always meet friends. I cannot say able to stand up now that I met in the last one month in this church. I'm three, thinking about three messages every Sunday, but after every service, I try to meet a new person every Sunday. So I have a lot of friends within the church where I'm pastoring. Friends. I might have never been to their house. I might not know much about them, but at least I know their name. I know where they work and we talk occasionally. And some of them are here this morning listening to me. Even some of them are single ladies. They've never been to, I've never been to their place, but we talk. What, after service, I'm going to the back and I just call someone, what's your name, how are you doing? And then I get to know how you're in a relationship and then they bring the person to me at times, so oh, this is my boyfriend. And I have met some guys that way. So I will meet some guys, they'll say, ah, I'm relationship, and then they will show me the girl. The same thing. So at least there are about, there should be about 13 guys here maybe about 14 ladies also that I have talked to them. Who are my friends? I know them by now. I know where they work. I know where they live. I've never been there before, but I know where they live. Oh, uh, Pastor, I stay in Ogba. What do you do? I work in a bank. Pastor, this is my girlfriend. And uh, what's your name? And then some of them are people, I know the junior brother of the girlfriend and everything. After program, like last week, they stopped me. And Pastor, I brought my cousin, meet my cousin, and I get to meet them. And in some cases, I have met some of those people in shopping, uh, shop price or something before. And some of them, they, they are usually sure when I call them by their first name. I'm like, hi. I said, so you know my name. I said, oh, but your cousin brought it to me that day now. Because I try to retain names. It's so sweet. It helps. And when I meet Namaka in shop price, she's not alone. Namaka is with <laughs> Chiamaka. <laughs> <laughs> And then Toyi, the three of them are in the mall now. Now it's Amaka, the only one. Then she says, oh, Pastor, this is Chiamaka and this is Toyi. And when you tell me a name, I, I forget at times, but I try to retain the name. I, I missed at times, uh, but I have asked people their names over and over again in church, but I try my best to retain some names. So now I know three people now because of Amaka. Now I know Chiamaka. Now I know Toyi. Very soon I'll know Amara, and then it goes on. And I, I always imagine that. Now that is me married. Now why can't young people do this? If you only want to talk to somebody because you want to date the person, that in itself is selfishness. And that is a problem with some people. And that's why, even though it's not good, but that's why some sisters so they 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 block you. Because the moment you are coming, they know what you want to say. Don't only meet people because you want to ask them out. Meet people because they are God's children like yourself. Let's rise. Is somebody blessed? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen.
there is a direct word that's a prophetic word. Look at me, everybody. The word is for men. All of you guys listening to me, go and ask. There are many guys under the sound of my voice, both here and those who are watching. I talked about those who are eliminating everybody. Some of you are listening to me now. You like somebody, but you don't know how to tell the person. Listen, a man will only die once. Anyone you cannot talk to, you are not, you come, you, you, you are not, you should not marry the person. What are you afraid of? You will not be the first to receive no. And you will not be the last. A man should rejoice over no. Don't be afraid. It will shock you that some of the ladies, why should you be afraid of a woman? Some of the ladies who are afraid of, her heart is yearning for you. Brother, get up, square your shoulder, rehearse what you want to say, and say it. Don't be afraid of walking up to anybody in the church. So greet. Oh, someone is going to the back. No, no, not now. Just say. <laughs> Do you know? I know so many Christians, they are timid. What does the Bible say? God has not given us the spirit of timidity. You have been coming to church. You are looking at somebody from afar. You are dreaming of the day you will talk. May no man take your crown. Why you are thinking somebody steps ahead of you and now you are angry? What are you waiting for? If you are persuaded in your heart, I'm a believer, she's a believer, I love this lady, this is the kind of person I want to marry. Be bold. Make your intention known. Be bold. But follow the steps I told you first. Be a friend. At times, the more you are close to them, you will know whether they really live for you or not. So you can actually save yourself even from receiving no. Some ladies will make it obvious as you are close that say, you are a wonderful guy but it's not you. Take it in good spirit and don't get angry. Don't go home and be insulting all ladies, female gender. They are proud. Don't mind them. Remember, there are ladies who also pass by you are not interested in. Life is designed that way. If you like someone and the person says you are not the person, fine like someone else <laughs> and lastly Caruselia. I hope you know I'm telling you the word of God and that this is not different I'm talking about retreats listen to me here I am also a leading to shout it to somebody all things are passed away if you are here and you left a relationship he has moved on, she has moved on you are still dreaming wake up brother and make a decision the one gone is gone leave the person alone when Moses died, Joshua was thinking about it and the Bible says and God spoke to Joshua, Joshua chapter 1 Moses my servant is dead leave Moses alone and move on some somebody broke up with you you are still hanging in that space she's gone it's gone why you are mourning the person the person is eating breakfast and enjoying himself run after somebody save yourself and just shake it away and think again no matter how much you believe in that relationship ah i read the passage on the potter and the clay one many years ago and it shocked i mean I will never forget. Have you read about Potter and Clay before Jeremiah? 23 or 23? 
The Bible says that Jeremiah went to the potter's house. Please listen to this. And the potter was making a pot. And the Bible said the pot broke. The potter took it and remodeled it to something else. I remember as a young man, I won't tell you fully the answer God gave me. But Jeremiah said that God told him that I am the potter, you are the clay. So I said in my room that day, I was a young man, I said, Lord, if you are the potter, does it mean some plants break in your hand? Does that happen to you? And the Lord started telling me about, yes, the first man God created, the plant broke. Satan, God's enemy, took over the world again. God severally has raised men. And when he was planning, the pot broke. He would just fabricate it to something else. Because God works with, God does not get broken, but he works with mortal men. And mortal men, they mess up the plan of God. And God will not quit his purpose. They can mess up the plan, it will, the purpose remains, so he will pick someone else and do it again. So Moses was told to take her to the promised land, but when he failed, God said, okay, Joshua, now it's your turn. So you know, you know what? No matter how intricately woven, those plans, whatever you, uh, you love about that person, and if the person is gone, is gone, don't close your eyes to every other person. Open your eyes and make another choice. Make another choice. Again, I won. Don't stay around somebody who is wasting your time. If after one year, as a lady, you are thinking that this guy is the one you want to marry, he's not talking, he's not saying anything, but you'll see that he's interested in someone else. Please, the Lord has called you to peace. Respect him, but much more respect yourself. Take a journey elsewhere. This is not your place. You must not be put on a shelf like that. Why the person will only fall back on you if this does not work? You don't want to be a fall back. <laughs> don't be a spare tire when you can be the original. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. If nothing happens to this one, is chasing, will never come back to you. That's not true love. Leave people alone. Let them follow their own interests. Have I helped somebody? I wish this was the third service. I would have just said, when we say the grace, all say goes, talk with people. Get to meet people. If you are sure of your character, you can meet anybody and be anybody's friend. Yes. What spoils friendship is when there's no character. Yes. Do not have friends. Even when they were multi-millionaires, I would go to their place. When, when this church started and I... I mean, I wouldn't want to go to my parents' house so that they would not discourage me. So in that sense, but there, I have friends that, or I had friends then, who would make millions and they would tell me, oh, they just pay me five million now. Because I wasn't going to be asking you for money. Yes. By the grace of God, you know, I have an uncle that is a, a senator. Several years asked Pastor Abby to help him many years ago, over and over again, to check his account because people were trying to be funny with his account. He could trust her with his account as a senator and one time speaker of the house. He could trust her because none of us, those days, we will be faithing, standing by faith to pay rent, but none of us will go and because we'll see his account and start building a conversation and asking him for money. In 12 years, I never asked my uncle for one naira and we're staying in the same estate. A very kind man. If I'd asked him, he would have. Because of that, I remember his last birthday, just a month ago, I took pictures, I took this all out. We all sat in the city room talking with this great man who has served the nation at that level. And at that time, he was even a minister of the federal government. We're in his house, and they follow me. And he didn't even look at them as if, I mean, even, I mean, I, I, maybe it's my own uncle, but the same way was just with all of them. When we take for about one, I talk about, I talk about every, everything. Why? I just said, Uncle Sir, are you at all? He would not say, because it will not lead to us, sir. You see, this one, and these are how people destroy relationships. 
if you do that as a guy in this church, you are dating a girl, she's any more than you. It's just a matter, you might be any more later. Don't begin to ask her for money every time. If she wants to help you, let it be up to her. This is how people destroy friendship. You don't have a car, you go to a girl, she has a car, and you're already beginning to act up. Either you are interested in what she has, or you are intimidated by what she has. You are not a man if you do that. What are you afraid of? Whether you like it or not, some women will be richer than their husband. In every generation, you always have people like for long sure, Pastor Blessed, I, wish, I don't even know the husband, whether they're rich, but you always have women that you will know them more than the man. Don't be intimidated. That's why have your own purpose, pursue your own goal. If you desire to be earning three million a month and later you want seven million, as God is increasing, you rejoice in your own work. If God on his own now he gives your, your wife hundred million, don't let see you do that. You want her to be under you financially because you use finance to control. Controlling men cannot stand a woman that earns more than them because she must be under you for you to control her. But those of us who don't control anybody. If tomorrow they give her private jets in office, I'll be the first to enter it. I don't need jet. I don't mind. I, I do. Isn't that beautiful? Imagine her earning, let's say, 15 million every month. Ha, my life. <laughs> Hello, Eddie. You're <laughs> And because I'm so kind to her, I won't need to ask her for anything. Oh, sweetheart, I'm thinking of buying us a house in Lekki. Ah, ah. Now, the Lord was just telling me the same thing. Go ahead. <laughs> Honestly, life can be simple. Why should the progress of your wife intimidate you? That's why I'm talking to men that are here. Don't be like that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.